Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm coach Caroline DeKimpe, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to answer a question of one of my clients. Is it career suicide if I leave or resign from my job, if I leave my job without having another one? And my advice is, no, it's not. It's never, never, never wrong to actually resign from a job that's really like mentally or physically exhausting you. Like no job is worth it. So if you have the opportunity or if you have the the, the situation that you can resign from a toxic job or a job that just doesn't match what you're looking for, it is okay. It is not career suicide. So there are a couple of things that I uh, told my client that she needed to have in place. And first of all, that is, if you have an experience that's really getting under your skin and you resign, whether it's in the first three, six months, uh, or even longer from a job that you know is not a match for you, um, it's basically having your answer ready. Most people, they are not standing strong in how they explain why they leave or have left that job. And that's where people, recruiters, hiring managers, they pick up what it really is that like, like there is something really off with that candidate. I can't really pinpoint it, but there is something like not matching up. And that is because you don't have your answer sorted before you go in into an interview, whether it's with a recruiter or a hiring manager. So you need to stand strong. So let's actually just like dissect it this a little bit, because standing strong, what does that mean, Caroline? Standing strong means that you have to have a really good explanation, but you do not only blame the organization. It is such a bad thing where you say like, oh yeah, they just were hopeless. They had no structure. They had nothing in place. I just came there. My laptop wasn't ready. Or you say something like, oh my God, yes, my boss was constantly like, um, uh, picking on me and bullying me. Like that is basically you giving the blame to them. And I know a lot of people would do that. And it's a traumatic experience. Having been in a situation like that, where you have a toxic boss, it's like very difficult to reframe it and to to look at it from a different lens. But it is so important that when you talk to recruiters, to talk to hiring managers, that you can say like, Look, in hindsight, um, I accepted the job based on what I believe that was 
uh, X, Y, Z, and it turned out different. And in hindsight, I should have asked deeper questions maybe about this or that. That's a very different approach than just like blaming the organization for everything that's happened. So what I want you and her and everybody else in this world to do is take 100% accountability and responsibility for what happens. If it's, it's so easy to point the finger and the blame finger to say like it's their fault and they should have done this and they should have done that and this wasn't in place and they're bullies and they're toxic. It's so easy and it might be true but there is also truth that in, there is a part of you that needs to reflect on what could I have done different. And that goes back, I said to my client, I said, like, that goes back to often the interview. So if you're in a situation like that, always ask yourself, what questions can I ask in the future in an interview that actually will give me insights about what's really going on? And if your answer is like, no, I couldn't have asked any questions, that is bullshit. You always have questions that you can have that you can ask in an interview because now, after the fact, you have all this information and you can basically give an uh, formulate a question to give you that answer. Here's another thing. This is like nobody has um if you, sorry, if you only succeed in every choice you make, you never learn anything. It's only from falling down, failing, and getting up again that there are gold nuggets for you to take away of and to, to learn and to actually think like, okay, I'm going to do different, uh, differently next time. And that is what I want you to take away. I want you as painful the that the situation might be, I want you to look at the situation again and almost like have a board of directors in front of you and have different personas that are ad all advocates of you, but you have different personas and look at the event from different angles and try to find out, okay, what is it that happened uh, and, and how can I really analyze the situation? What questions can I formulate for next time in an interview to make sure that this doesn't happen again? What can I learn from the situation? What did I may contribute myself, may have contributed myself? Because in so many situations, there is often a case that, that you have done something or you were defensive without you knowing it that caused the situation to even like accelerate and or to amplify. So there's always a good part to for you to actually look at like, okay, what role did I really play to create that situation? Uh, did I play any role? It's so easy to just put the blame finger, but it's so good for, for you to actually reflect on it and to actually see what can I take away? What can I do differently myself? And thirdly, what questions can I ask in the future that really will eliminate that uh, or reduce the risk of ending in the same situation again. There's a saying that we have in, in my family, and that is, if it constantly smells like shit, then the shit might be on your shoe. So meaning that if 
if this is a one-off occasion that you have a toxic boss or bad situation, it might be just like a matter of you accepting a role too quickly and not doing all of your due diligence that you normally would do. But if it happens over and over again, you might have you might want to wonder like, okay, I need to do something different. I want a different outcome. Then you need to do something different because if you keep on doing the same thing, you're going to have the same results. And it's so easy, again, to blame the outside world. But what is it inside you? What have you in your, what's in your control to change? And taking that and really analyzing and shifting that will give you a very different result. And you will thank your future self for doing this work at the moment. And um, I said to my client, uh, it's almost like having a bad boyfriend or girlfriend um, back in the day. It's like if you attract a certain type over and over again, that constantly cheats or even worse, that beats you up, like, and you keep on attracting the same bad boy vibe or bad girl vibe. Um, it's like, okay, what, what, what do I do to keep on attracting those people? Let, let's analyze and look at it to actually make sure that uh, I change myself, my behavior, my patterns, the actions that I uh, take, my thoughts uh, to get a different, different result. So what I want you to do if you're in similar situation is first of all stop kicking yourself and really saying okay what what can I do if you're in a toxic environment but you need that job because you, let's face it we all have to pay bills and some of my clients are standalone parents and they don't have a choice than to suck it up and stay in a job that they might not like then what my biggest advice is look at it as an experiment like look at it as a social uh, observation experiment, looking at all the people and say like, hmm, that's an interesting way that they respond hmm. and not taking it personal. So try to create a gap and detach yourself emotionally from that environment because otherwise it will eat your life and it will suck you dry and your confidence starts slipping and it will have so many bigger effects than you realize. So you need to make the mental shift not to get triggered to by things left, right and center and really create that gap and that space in between. So that is if you don't have a choice to, to, to move straight away. And if you have the choice to resign straight away and even without a job, then uh, what I would recommend is like have your ducks in a row, like really update and up level your resume. And if you're interested in what does she mean by up leveling your resume, I give a free masterclass tomorrow at 12 p.m. Uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. I will pop a link below register for that masterclass it's going to be invaluable uh it's going to really take you through i'm going to take you through step by step all the different ways that you need to really think about up leveling your resume otherwise you're going to be stuck at a certain level so up leveling your resume up leveling the way you interview and interact and position yourself in the marketplace and then up level the way you actually negotiate for the role that that you want and not coming from a place of fear like oh my god i'm going to lose it i'm just going to accept whatever they throw at me it's like no it's time to stand up 
for yourself and be more like and stop playing small this year you have to make the commitment to yourself i am going to stop playing small i'm going to stop hiding i'm going to stop being vanilla and trying to please everyone i'm going to put myself first and i'm going to have a career intentionally and make the right moves that serve me to achieve my goals where you feel fulfilled challenged and where you get paid what you're worth and that you don't end up in a in an environment that's toxic and eating at you and just like that you come home at the end of the day to your partner and say like oh my god I really don't like what I'm doing. This is really just like I'm, 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 I'm getting depressed from it. So we don't want that. We want you to thrive, to jump out of bed in the morning and to say like, yes, it is time for me to actually go out to my job again. And I work with like-minded people in a company that is so forward-thinking and is just going to like is is giving me all these opportunities. But to get that, and here is the news, it's not a secret, it's just like right in front of you. Before you can get that, you need to know yourself. What is it that, what is like-minded people for you? What is a job that challenges you? One of the things that I've seen so or heard so many times as a recruiter is that uh, when people call me, I always ask like, oh, like one of my standard questions, screening questions, what are you looking for? And people would say like, oh, Caroline, I'm looking for a new challenge, something that's fulfilling. But when I ask them, what's a new challenge? Because what's challenging for you is not challenging for me and the other way around. They could rarely answer that question. They could say what they didn't want, but when I asked them what they did want, it was very difficult for them to clearly communicate that so have a think about that what does that mean to you have a challenge work with like-minded people because we use those words constantly to recruiters to everyone but what what in essence does that mean nothing unless you put a definition your definition there is no standard definition and you put that against it and you formulate questions based on that that you can ask in an interview because that is how you make sure that next time you actually choose a job that's aligned with you, that you think 100% that is complete, completing me and is aligned with my values and is actually something that, that I want. So I hope this helps. Um, and if you're interested in finding out more uh, tomorrow, like I said, I hold a free masterclass. Um, it's all about breaking through your 100K um, uh, 100K salary ceiling with a resume that stands out because it all starts with the resume and how you articulate yourself on that resume. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal masterclass. So I will pop a link below. Make sure you register. Uh, or if you know somebody, and I say 100K, but to be honest, it's good for people that are stuck between 120 and 150K, on the 150 to 100K. It's just people who are stuck at a certain level. I had to put a figure on it. I put 100K on it. But if you are stuck at a certain level, then definitely this masterclass is going to be 
for you. Uh, and if you know somebody that would benefit from it, please like let them know about the masterclass because it's going to be epic. I can promise you. All right. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, you came randomly across this video, please connect with me on LinkedIn. About I'm all about like connecting with a lot of people so I can actually reach more people and spread the message and help them transform their lives and their career. Now, uh, if you have any questions, like pop me an email. I'm more than happy to answer the privately to yourself. And then uh, if it's a subject that I know that will resonate with a lot more people than just you, I will make a video like this about it. And of course, I won't say any specific details about you. So thank you so much. And um, I will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.